Welcome to another episode of the Team Check-In. I'm your host, Emre, and some of you might be sick and tired of hearing me talking about things on and on and on and on. To those, I promise we have some incredible guests lined up coming to the show soon. But in the meantime, I want to talk to you about something that is very near and dear to my heart, the death of employee loyalty. Well, the millennials have done it again. They've gone and killed employee loyalty, the whole concept. Millennials put the final nail in the coffin of employee loyalty the same way Limp Bizkit destroyed rock music in the 2000s. Or at least that is what some people on the internet would have you believe. You know, we had a rough 2022. Recruiters had to deal with Gen Z and also quiet quitting became popular again. So this outrage over the death of employee loyalty is now stronger than ever. Right? We keep hearing phrases like, these snowflakes don't want to put their noses on the grindstone. Nobody's holding down the same steady job for five years. You know, they don't have the patience for internal mobility. You know, kids these days leave their jobs the second they get another, another opportunity. You know, stuff like this. Well, do we really need to keep this list going? We are certain that you're already experiencing some dreadful black and white flashbacks to your problematic uncle's big rant last Thanksgiving. Well, all jokes aside, employee loyalty is a serious topic. So today, we're answering the following questions. Is employee loyalty dead? Why are employees less loyal now? Is it really so bad to have independent employees? And how can you foster loyalty in your workplace? So without further ado, let's dive right in to the death of employee loyalty. So, is employee loyalty dead? Well, the too long don't want to listen answer is no. But if you want the more nuanced answer, the answer is always, it's complicated. Let me explain. When we discuss this so-called, you know, death of employee loyalty, this clickbait title, uh, the real question is, what is employee loyalty? What does it mean now? I'm not talking about a dictionary definition, right? I'm talking about the definition, what it used to mean and what it means now. And it is a volatile and fluid definition. So employee loyalty 1.0, you know, in a more traditional old fashioned sense of the word, uh, it is a matter of longevity. To put it simply, employees who exhibit loyalty stay with a company for an extended period, demonstrating their commitment and dedication by investing their time and skills in the organization's success. That is employee loyalty 1.0. And this particular understanding of employee loyalty is akin to, you know, a steadfast marriage right? with unwavering commitment, long-term dedication to a single employer. It was all about employees sticking around for years, no matter what. Well, this definition of employee loyalty, sadly, is either dead or on its last legs. So what does employee loyalty look like to the modern employees? Well, employee loyalty 2.0, would go something like this. Look, nowadays career paths are more fluid and individuals are less inclined to stick with one company for their entire working lives. And guess what? That's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, with the advent of new technologies, remote work, and an area of enticing career options, employees are expanding their horizons and spreading their wings. The common definition of employee loyalty centered on unwavering allegiance to a single employer may no longer be practical or even desirable in the current landscape. 
The modern definition of employee loyalty is less about the blind allegiance and more about mutual trust, respect, and the shared vision between employees and their employers. It is about creating a mutually beneficial relationship where both parties benefit and grow together. This definition of employee loyalty is still alive and well. So why are employees less loyal now? Well, in the past, it was common for employees to stay with the same company for their entire careers, but those days are long gone. So uh, today, employees are definitely more loyal than ever before. And there are a number of reasons why employees are less loyal now. Well, simply, the job market is more competitive than ever before. With so many new jobs available, employees have more options to them and they're less likely to feel tied to any one company. Another reason why employees are less loyal is that work workplace expectations have changed. In the past, employees were expected to be loyal to their employers even if they were not happy with their jobs. You, know, you weren't supposed to enjoy work, work was just work. But today, they expect to be treated with respect and to have opportunities for growth and development. And if their employers do not meet those expectations, well, then they can expect their employees to leave. And some employees simply do not trust their employers. So in the wake of corporate scandals and layoffs, many people have lost their faith in the idea of job security. They're more likely to focus on their own careers and move on if they find a better opportunity. So what does all of this mean for employers? Well, it means the ball's in their court now. It is up to them to create a positive workplace that people don't want to leave, that people feel like they can belong to. But whatever you may do, it is a fact that employees are going more and more independent now. And that's not really a bad thing. So let's talk about the advantages of having independent employees. Well, because some people who have worked their way through both concepts of employee loyalty, you know, the 1.0 and the 2.0, they might feel bothered by the sense of independence that employees often develop. Because if we look under, you know, employee loyalty 1.0 definition, employees being independent is unthinkable. You know, keep your head down and keep going doesn't really apply to an independent workforce. So we're here to tell you that having employees who have a strong sense of independence is actually a blessing in disguise. How? Well, the common misconception is that independent employees are ones who already have their foot out of the door. But on the contrary, these individuals often tend to exhibit a sense of self-motivation, autonomy, and the drive to excel in their roles. So let's explore the benefits that come with having independent employees. Well, number one would be innovation and creativity. Employee, independent employees tend to think outside of the box and bring fresh perspectives to the table. Their autonomy allows them to explore new ideas, take calculated risks, and propose innovative solutions to challenges. And when your organization fosters independence, it can tap into that creative vein. Uh, another benefit would be ownership and accountability, because that's what independence brings with it. Independent employees take ownership of their work and hold themselves accountable for their outcomes, not a particular team or not the corporation itself. They have a strong sense of responsibility towards their roles and understand the impact of their contributions to the organization. 
And last but certainly not least, self-motivation and initiative, you know, taking initiative would be another benefit because independent employees are inherently self-driven and they take, initi- they, they take the initiative to excel in their work. They don't rely solely on external motivation or constant supervision, supervision to deliver results. They own their goals. They own their agendas. And when the time comes to act, they can take the necessary initiative. But with all that being said, uh, if, if we talk this much about employee loyalty, we can't go without, we can't end this episode without talking about some strategies to foster employee loyalty. Because even though, you know, the definitions have changed, yes, employees are more independent, but like we said, it is still up to the organization to foster employee loyalty and create a positive workplace where employees would love to be loyal to. So what are some of the steps you can take? Well, number one would be to foster a culture of empowerment and investing in your employees. You know, the modern employee isn't just content with having a job and honestly good for them. Gone are the days of blind gratitude just for the privilege of simply being part of a company. Your employees are more invested in their own personal journey than the companies, and they have every right to be. In order to foster a culture of empowerment and loyalty in employees, you need to make sure they know that you are investing in their personal career and journey as well. And you can do this through giving your team leadership opportunities, having room for upwards mobility, and providing opportunities for training and growth. And number two, and this is an obvious one, well, competitive salary and benefits. Because here's a statement that you can take to the bank, and here's and this statement is not volatile. This is not going to change through the ages. Nobody works a nine to five job just for the sake of working it. People are in it for the money, and that's not wrong. So while your employees may like you know, may like a great many things about your organization, the main reason they're there is to make a decent living. So most of the time, the curious case of, you know, the disappearing workplace loyalty is just a simple issue of lackluster pay. And number three would be to make a good first first impression. And you can do that through an effective onboarding process. If your employees make up their minds about your organization during the onboarding process, it will be nigh impossible to change them. So then the question becomes, well, how do you create a very effective onboarding process? And while we have many articles on this topic that we will link to in the description for this episode, I can honestly say that it all starts with a great onboarding software or onboarding platform. Once again, we've made lists on lists on um, some of the best employee onboarding software that you can find anywhere in 2023. But if your organization uses Microsoft Teams on a daily basis, then I can definitely very strongly recommend TeamFlect because TeamFlect is an employee onboarding software that is designed specifically for Microsoft Teams. It is designed to be integrated into it. And that's what your onboarding software has to be. It has to be a part of something you use every day. It needs to be a part of your communication platform. But what can you do with TeamFlect in terms of onboarding? Well, you can create automated onboarding tasks for your employees to follow throughout their onboarding journey. You can create customizable, you know, recognition badges to recognize your employees that you're onboarding. 
you can conduct 30, 60, and 90 day reviews. You can conduct, you can conduct employee onboarding surveys and do so much more. And the best part is you can try all of this out for absolutely free. TeamFlect is free with full functionality for up to 10 users. No time limits, no TeamFlect light version or limited features, nothing. It is completely free for up to 10 users for as long as you want. That means you can demo TeamFlect out with a smaller department. And if you like it, if you get a great feedback from it, then you can choose to invest in it. So why don't you go to teamflect.com and schedule a free demo? The link is in the description. But that brings us to the end of our episode on employee loyalty. What did you think? Do you really think that employee loyalty is dead? Or was it simply too clickbaity a title? Are the millennials responsible for the death of employee loyalty? Or will Gen Z be the one to pull the plug on it? Whatever you think, please reach out to us through any of our social media, whether you reach out to Team Flect over LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, we would love to hear from you. But that being said, this has been the Team Check-In. Have a great week. See you on the next episode.